Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hi, hello, how's it going? How goes it? How's she doing? All right. Be honest, do you guys like kind of already make a prejudgment of like, okay, this is what mood live is in depending on how I introduce the episode? Because I feel like I do that to myself, like depending on what comes out when I hit the record button, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the vibe we're on. Because sometimes I don't know until we start. Like right now, I really had no clue was about to come out. And now I, it came out and I'm like, okay, this is where <laughs> this is what we're working with today. How's everyone doing though? I hope everyone is doing well. I know I referenced um, Princess Diaries last episode and I know I always talk about my hair like I'm well aware I feel like I start every episode with the preface of my energy levels mood and then my hair (laughs) but like I just can't help it because I feel like every time I sit down to record a podcast like my hair it's just a bad hair day slash like I'm literally nearing day four five six of washed like of unwashed hair it's just it's like my hair is either just atrocious or it's like on the way out you know what I mean and right now I feel like I look like Mia Thermopolis from the Princess Diaries before she got the makeover if you're watching on YouTube, like, I feel like, you know what I'm talking about? Like my hair is a little bit frizz sauce right now. And it's like, I want to be put together for the podcast, but I just, this like of all the things that all of the content I make, like this is the one that I'm like, oh yeah, I could really see, see this being more like put together, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's just, it's not it. It doesn't, it doesn't happen for me. Also, you guys, I got like a computer stand and I didn't get it with the intention to like use it for podcasting. I got it for when I'm editing my YouTube videos because I will spend hours crunched over my computer like a gremlin close to my screen like because trying to see everything like my computer is just small so compared to like let's say my brother my brother's really into videography and cinematography and so he has like a huge desktop with a monitor and stuff like an extra monitor because he's always looking at his computer so it's like everything is bigger so it's just easier to work on he has like a mouse all this sort of stuff I'm like on my little teeny laptop with still the trackpad like everything is in one little screen so we've been working on kind of up leveling my setup to help with my efficiency and comfortability with editing and everything so that was kind of a side tangent but so that's why I got the computer stand was to help keep my head and chest and like my posture up while I'm working all day like I'm just looking straight ahead of the computer instead of looking down and I got it from Amazon by the way in case you're curious and in investing in one I totally would it's not even an investment I got this for like 20 30 bucks and it's such high quality and I love it but I'll link it in my Amazon storefront which you can access in the show notes or in the description box and this was just like life changing, like especially now I'm able to now because I'll like have the, the my show notes up like on the outline up on my computer when I'm recording. So like I'll look at the camera and then like have to look down at the computer. But now my head is just on a swivel. I'm just like camera lens back to the computer level. Like everything is just so great from this one purchase. Like I feel so much more put together, established, organized and comfortable from getting a computer stand. So if you work a lot on your computer, this is your sign to get a computer stand. The one that I have spins like 360 and you can put the computer like higher or lower and then you can angle what degree the computer sits at. So it like fits your hand when you're typing. Honestly, revolutionary, you guys. 
So for my gratitude for today, speaking of my brother, I'm thankful for my brother because if also if you've seen my recent vlog, you know that my brother and I have like joined forces where we've made a quote unquote, this is what we're calling it, a community office downstairs, pretty much like you're just in the middle of the house, but like I'm straight up set up on our kitchen table and Luke has like the actual desk that we have downstairs and I just am so thankful for him for so many different reasons. Like he's been so helpful for me lately with just helping me like organize my life and the more like tangible business parts of live fit. Like he's been helping me tenfold. Like I said, he's really into cinematography and videography. So he really knows what he's talking about just in terms of overall tech, like not only just cameras, but just tech. And he's like a very organized person and like really sets up his processes to be like thoroughly correct and efficient so he's just been helping me so much with getting organized he like I said he's like giving me a whole new computer setup he's giving me like a mouse to use his monitor um just all this stuff he set me up he's been helping me so much with forming like an LLC and just ways to be more organized in terms of working with brands and all this sort of stuff and my brother and I he's my only brother the only boy we have in the family and him and I go through waves of like being the same person we're glued to each other's hips like always huge smiles when we see each other like always messing with each other and then we go through periods where it's like I literally can't be around you right now like you are toxic to me (laughs) so it's like we really go through waves like this past winter we went through like a month or two span where we like barely spoke to each other but now we're like literal two peas in a pod we're more often than not the two peas in a pod it's kind of definitely more rare for us to not be on the same page but lately we've been like super aligned in every aspect and I just am really thankful to have a brother and just thankful for everything he's been doing for me and I'm just thankful for his his him and I's relationship and I just he's such a great role model for me and I really admire him and he just really inspires me to be better and we just really feed off of each other's good energy when we're both in a good like honestly when him and I are both in a good place at the same time we're electric and I mean like both in in a good mental space and I think that's why we're working so well right now it's like he's so much happier than he's been I still do feel happy right now and I feel inspired to improve and so when we're both on that same page like we're unstoppable and it just I love it so much so that's just I'm really feeling really thankful for him especially within this past week now getting into the episode I purposely titled this healing your relationship with social media because I feel like the typical phrase with that is like healing your relationship with food and I just feel like honestly it's similar because basically what I want to be talking about today is kind of seeing social media in a different light and perspective and hopes to help you kind of find peace with it and I know this is going to be a really interesting topic I know there's going to be a lot of different opinions with what I have to say and that's totally okay I always you know want to stress more than anything like if my truth like you don't need to force my truth to fit yours like if it doesn't resonate that is a-okay I hope you guys always feel safe with that throughout any episode that I bring out like I'm never trying to force feed my beliefs or my perspectives on anyone especially if it doesn't feel good like I want these episodes to help you see things in a different way and if it feels good to you accept that take on that viewpoint or help to open up your mind in a different way or help to provide you some clarity things like that again only if it's if you see fit and if it makes you feel good if it's not making you feel good inside don't force yourself to take on this viewpoint and accept it if it doesn't feel right to you so I just have been on both sides of social media, um, obviously, like throughout my life, I started Live Fit, even though no one knew who I was, but like I started pursuing Live Fit when I was a senior 
in high school very loosely like the last few months of senior year I started it but that was very much so like a personal kind of hobby situation but still like that's when I started everything so that was about like five six years ago now and so I've been on the I guess the content creator side even if at like a super teeny teeny tiny scale but I've also very much so but on the consumer side like I was super heavily even more so than I am right now tenfold on the consumer side of social media before I started live fit right because I wasn't even I wasn't creating my own content at all to be seen publicly so I was purely in that consumer mode so I feel like I've Just being on both sides has given me a different perspective of each, I guess. And I've also spent a ton of time kind of playing limbo between the two. Like, am I just purely a consumer? Am I a creator in the space when I was kind of trying to gain traction with LiFit and and build a community and really have my truth be heard and tell my story and all that sort of stuff? And especially being you know, full force in the social media space. Now, I definitely talk to a lot of people about social media, what their viewpoint is and their relationship with it. So I just thought it would be really interesting to talk about because also social media is literally taking over our world right now. And there's so many different opinions about it. Like I'm saying, it makes people feel really freaking shitty sometimes. And I just kind of wanted to offer this to kind of offer a different perspective. And I know this is a super sensitive topic and I don't want to seem naive, ignorant, or like that empathetic to other people and their situations. Like, and I know that I'm not going to be able to cover all areas in this episode, right? Like I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to solve the problem in this one episode. I know there's going to be so many different arguments and sides and perspectives that you can look at this from, but I'm, I guess I'm just going to share what seems most relevant to me and what I think are the main pillars when it comes to people's relationship with social media and hopes to help that. And basically I just want everything that I'm about to be, everything that's about to be said to be taken respectfully and with empathy towards everyone's personal relationship and struggle and situation with their own social media platform. And like I said, my intention with this episode is just to help hopefully help bring you guys peace when it comes to social media, a little bit more peace with social media and see it in more of like an overall positive light because I feel like especially in today's day and age at least when I hear about it being spoken about publicly like I just constantly hear about people ragging on it and they're like this is so detrimental to my mental health and I just don't I just personally don't agree and so I guess I I just want to share my side I feel like this whole I just spent 10 minutes of disclaimers but here we go so the reason why I wanted to do this episode or what really sparked this was because I actually just had a conversation about this with someone yesterday. And then this morning I proceeded to have a TikTok video pop up. Um, and it was kind of one of those, I, I haven't watched it, which I really should, but like the documentary on Netflix, a social dilemma, how it kind of says it's kind of like a full, um, acting depiction of how social media impacts people in their real life day-to-day life and so this video on TikTok of course I lost it I thought I saved it but I think I hit save twice to make sure I saved it but when I hit it the second time I unsaved (laughs) so good job Liv but because I went to try to find it and it wasn't there anymore so um basically the video was just kind of going through the girl from day-to-day lives and like it was kind of a narration of what was going on in her head and she like saw someone on social media in a bikini and she was like this girl has so many bikinis like I haven't gotten a new bikini since last year like because I can't afford it I need to be doing things that are more that are cooler like no one wants to follow me because there's nothing to follow like my life is boring um things like that or like her body is perfect like I could never look like that or how did someone pay to afford to have this new Lamborghini like that's never going to be me like I'm way too poor or look at how someone loves their life so much like I'm going to a job that 
is just completely normal and mundane. Like I'm living the same day over and over again. Like I'll never be able to live their life. That was like the whole video was like going through and kind of the intention was like, this is how detrimental social media can be to your life. And it was like a real, this wasn't like a commercial or like an ad on TikTok. Like it was someone's video that they created, which again, all due respect, I don't mean to come at them. Guys, I just don't want to do disclaimers 14,000 times. I hope you guys know what my intention is with the things that I'm saying. But anyways, I didn't necessarily agree with the video. And that is what sparked this episode really for the most part. So I think the video spoke perfectly on what I think societies and people's perceptions of social media is or like totally speaks on the stigma of social media. It makes people feel inferior. People are always comparing their lives. People, um, you know, feel like they're not good enough. They're not pretty enough. They're not perfect enough. They don't, they're not rich enough. They're not getting paid enough. There's, you know, their significant other doesn't treat them as well as what they're seeing online, all this sort of stuff. And I think, is there value to it? Kinda. I think more so. This is what I'd like to say. That's the reason for things. That's a, a reason why social media can be challenging. But it's not an excuse. And I think there's a very big difference between reasoning and excuse. I think a reason explains why it's happening. But an excuse, in my opinion, is I guess it doesn't it doesn't make it right or it doesn't like I almost kind of want to say it's not valid if that makes sense like it's kind of like okay that was someone's reasoning I get where it came from but that doesn't make it right that doesn't justify it that's the word also you guys every time I record these and then I'm editing I always find different words and more things that I want to say at the end of it so I know editing that I'm going to be like this is the word but and I didn't think about it until now but anyways um I just think overall, like the problem with social media is everyone's perception about social media. And that's, you could argue this about everything. And so that's why I feel really passionate about it when it comes to social media, because I feel like I preach the same narrative with pretty much every other principle of life. And I always say like, this was a quote, I think it's by Shakespeare. Nothing is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And that completely speaks on the fact that it is our perception. It's how we are consuming the content, the things that we are seeing on social media and the the way we're digesting it and the takeaway that we are taking from it. That is literally what makes up our whole entire reality. I've spoke about this in other episodes. Like nothing really is honestly the truth because everything is always getting filtered through our perceptions, our beliefs, our programmings, all this sort of stuff that we nothing we really we rarely see things as they are because it's always going through a filter of who we, of I guess not who we are, but what we've learned and like I'm saying societal programming, subconscious beliefs, all this sort of stuff, our opinions our thoughts what we were taught all this sort of stuff so it's truly our perception that that paints something either in a positive or a negative light and I always say as well we could be two people could be presented with the same exact situation but for someone it could be the best news ever and for someone else it could be the worst day of their life receiving that news based on their own current situation their circumstance what they believe about said situation what is good for them in their own situation their limiting beliefs their subconscious beliefs what they were taught etc etc so for me I find that I'm the most this is and this is going to trigger a lot of people. Honestly, I should have put this disclaimer in the beginning of the episode. Everything that I'm kind of about to get into right now in this section might make people feel bothered slash call them out and make them feel triggered. Again, I mean this respectfully. I'm not trying to attack everyone personally. We've all been there. I've been there. I continue to be there. Like I, I catch myself in these exact situations that I'm about to list out it's okay. Like we are human. I'm just trying to bring awareness to it to kind of wake us all up a little bit because I find I'm the most triggered by social media. I'm the most bothered. I get the most upset when I am acting out of 
my lower self out of a low vibrational state or when I'm acting out of my ego. Essentially, those are all the three things. Same, th- All three of those things are the same thing, but just to word it differently for you, it's always when I'm stuck in my ego, that's when I find myself getting really put down by social media. And I'm actually really excited I'm doing this episode because I know it's a little bit different than what I'm normally talk about, but it's not because the more I'm getting into this episode, the more it's tying in so many of the things that I preach on this podcast and putting it into practice in real life. And this is why I have these the episodes that I do and I speak about the things that I do in my podcast episodes because there's so many, the things I speak about in my podcast episodes are that underlying foundation that is underneath any other surface problem that we encounter in the day-to-day. Like if you keep stripping it back at the core, it's about those concepts that I speak about in my episodes. And this is a perfect example that the problem that people have with social media that we're getting into in order to heal that and where it's stemming from goes back to a deeper issue, a deeper mental standpoint that you're at that is what we digest and dissect in our previous episodes of this podcast so you guys know the ego right I've spoke about one of my first episodes it might have been episode three the higher self versus the ego still one of my favorite and best episodes to date the best taken by you guys as well you guys have loved that episode the ego is something that the ego is you acting from a state of lower vibration. The ego is kind of when you get too caught in the mind and you're stuck in your 3D. And the ego is where a lot of that negative self-talk happens. Your ego wants you to stay in a place that is comfortable and safe. The ego is where you're acting out of when you're kind of getting crippled by fear. Whether that's fear of change, fear of breaking out of your comfort zone, fear of trying something new, fear of wearing that shirt even though you might be judged for it. That's all the ego. It doesn't want you to grow, adapt, change flow like your higher self does or your true authentic self it wants to kind of constrict you and keep you in this box and and it talks down to you that's what the ego is a lot of people think the ego is when you're conceited or think you're better than everyone else that's a part of the ego but it's a part of the ego because that's stemming from insecurity which is that ego which is what I'm talking about right so with that right insecurity is a huge reason why people feel so triggered by social media And this is where we're going to get into the nitty gritty. I think kind of going back to nothing is good or bad thinking makes it so. And it's our perception is what makes social media bad for our society. It's that same thing. It's because so many people, the real pandemic of our common normal day society is the pandemic of insecurity and like lack of self-love. And I just got the chills like it, it's so I don't know why that's making me emotional because, because it's sad like it makes me sad but it's really really true and I just think that's the underlying issue that makes people have such a problem with social media because it's triggering and those insecurities it's 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 kind of putting salt on the wound it's poking the bear it's poking the bruise and, and it's kind of makes everyone feel a little bit bothered and, and rubbed the wrong way constantly and That's why I think it's not social media that is always the problem. It's us as the consumer that's the problem. And again, I'm not saying that to try to force blame on anyone. Again, I'm really not trying to attack anyone. I'm talking about overall as a collective. I think this is more so the problem as opposed to what's actually going on within social media. Now, before I go any further, don't get me wrong. I know there actually truly are toxic tendencies within social media. And that is, you know, people who are genuinely being fake, lying on social media, people who aren't being their authentic, honest selves, people who are lying about money that they have when they don't have the money, people who saying that they're so happy because they have all these materialistic things, but they're actually in a deep, deep depression and keep trying to buy certain things to make them feel worthy or et cetera. 
All of that is lower self behavior. All that stuff that I talk about is on the podcast, right? Trying to have external validation to feel an internal void that never works. And that is a principle that happens on social media when people are trying to buy stuff to feel validated. People are trying to present a certain image of themselves to feel validated. Yes, that's the evil that comes with social media. But again, that's that's those creators. That's those quote unquote influencers. That's their business. That's their journey that they need to heal on. And I think not to get too side tangent, but them going through this journey of social media, that's their part of their healing journey. And it's, they're on their own timeline to wake up, to have that, their social media presence serve as a lesson and a wake up call for them to heal. But that's their own journey that has nothing to do with the consumer. And I think that's what's different where it's our responsibility as a consumer to be mindful and to control what we are consuming. It's the same thing, which I didn't even plan this, but it just hit me right now. It is the same thing when it comes to your diet. That's a very common thing on social media. You hear like your diet is more than what you eat, right? It's what you consume. It's what you watch. It's what you listen to. And it's true. It's the same thing as someone who's being mindful of what you're eating to fuel your body. It's the same thing as what you're being mindful of consuming on social media. And again, the podcast you're listening to, what TV you're watching, what music you're listening to, the people you're hanging out with. All of this sort of stuff comes down to the consumer because I also feel like the same argument that's with social media can be argued about anything. You could say that there's a lot of toxic people in the world and that's why you have a poor influence and that's why you were never successful because you're around poor people. Okay, I don't mean poor monetary why like money wise, I meant poor like I guess people with not good character. But you could say that or you say no, like that is what you chose to be around and that's what you chose to digest and that's what you became. It's the same thing with social media. It's like, okay, you can complain about these these this low vibrational behavior that's happening on social media. There's low vibrational happening with people in real life. So it's, it's what you're deciding to be around. It's the same thing how you decide who's your friend in real life. It's the same thing who you decide to, to surround yourself with in social media. Who are you following? So it's, it's you monitoring what you're digesting on social media and you having the awareness and ob- observing and having the discipline to say, hey, this person isn't serving me. They're making me feel like shit. They're not helping me feel inspired, motivated. They're not educating me on anything. They're not making me laugh from their content, whatever it is. They're not bringing you value in one way or another. That is your responsibility to remove yourself from the situation. That's not them to stop feeding that to you. That's you to stop. That's your responsibility to stop eating it. And I think that's, I'm really getting hyped up about this, but I think that's a, you know, a a beautiful and a very prominent and important life lesson that can be carried way beyond social media, right? You don't need to eat what someone's feeding you. It's your choice of what you want to eat or not. So I, I think that's a really big thing with social media, getting a little bit off tangent there, but I think that when you kind of also get in that state of being like, look at all this, all this negative stuff that's on social media, look at all this fake stuff that's on social media, like they're like I I'm consuming and it's really affecting my negative, my mental health. I'm sorry, but this is kind of where I have the really tough side of my personality where I'm super, super, super passionate about you choose the way you feel you choose what your life is like you are never stuck. You always have an option for change or for growth or for a different direction if you want it. And that's exactly what I mean here. I can't help but feel like people are just wallowing in that victim mindset when they are complaining about social media. I'm sorry I'm saying it. Again, I'm sorry if some of you feel like I'm coming for you. I really don't mean it. I'm just, I'm again, I'm really trying to speak on this on a wide scale because I'm speaking with so much... I know it sounds sometimes like I'm yelling at you guys, but it's because I I say I speak with passion. I'm sure it sounds like I'm speaking with force, but I promise it's just love and passion. And like, I'm just caring about what I'm saying. And I want everyone to not feel so defeated by social media. And 
I even when I'm like giving my friends advice or my siblings like I tend to get tight like this because I just I'm like ah like I just want you guys to feel it which I know whatever isn't the best delivery but I can't help it it's my passion so I just when you're in that victim mindset it's like I just I I never uh, when I catch myself being in any sort of victim mindset I'm like it makes me want to gag like I think for lack of a better term I think that victim mindset is the most unattractive thing in the entire world when I hear people speaking from a victim mindset I'm like like do you want me to come rub your back like go cry me a river like do something about it and I again that might sound insensitive and I'm not trying to have that as a blanket statement for all cases like I understand that doesn't apply to every single scenario in life but a lot of the things that people play victim mindset about they actually do have a choice to change but they're just playing a victim mindset and they lay down and like and I think that comes from my childhood of just being taught to be tough like again I kind of had a tough childhood and I my dad was very hard on us and stuff even though I love the man to death. So I just feel like to me, it's like, no, I'm going to stand up and fight. And and that's kind of what I feel with social media a little bit. It's like, yes, you can sit there and whine and say, oh, it's making me feel bad about myself. Like, I don't have that. Like, get your ass up. Sorry, get your ass up and work so you can have that if that if that is what you want. And I guess I just feel so strongly about that because I feel that all the time people are like, oh, I don't have that car. I don't have that lifestyle. Do you want that lifestyle? Yes or no. Do you genuinely want it? Is that what's truthful for you? If yes, do something to create that life. We are creators of our reality. Like I think, again, segueing, another huge thing is comparison on social media. That's a huge thing that people say that they compare like, again, back to that video from TikTok, like she has all these new bathing suits. Which also, by the way, in the video, the thing, I know that she was talking about Morgan Rose Moroni, I think is how you say her last name. She's Australian. You guys might know her. She's married to Steve Cook. I love her. They have a a swimsuit line. So like it was the, it was the um, Instagram post to like promote the swimwear line. So I don't know if the girl knew that, but I was also like, that just goes to show like everything is like, it's subjective and like you have to take it in the context it's in like she was wearing a bunch of different bathing suits because it was her company but whatever but I do feel like that still holds merit in terms of like not letting social media get to you because it's all you have to like keep it in context but anyways the whole thing about comparing is a huge thing which I could do a whole other episode on this kind of how I did one of like stop letting like other people's opinions get to you like I think what's called letting go of other people's opinions I want to do a similar episode in terms of talking about like releasing comparison with other people but that's a huge thing with social media is people feel so triggered by comparison and seeing everyone else on that app as competition as opposed to feeling it as like inspiration and again that competition and in comparing that is the ego because the ego feels put down by other people the ego doesn't feel like we all can win the ego is black and white the ego is this or that the ego is they're winning that means I'm losing which is completely not true and and the ego also feels that that need to compare a feeling like and you guys I feel like this was also circulating on social media maybe you guys haven't seen it or heard of it but kind of like the sunset the beauty of a sunset doesn't take away from the beauty of a flower like they're completely two different things. Are they beautiful? A hundred percent. Does the beauty of the sunset take away from the flower? No. Does the beauty of the flower take away from the beauty of the sunset? No. Like we're all in our own 
lanes, kind of what I talked about last episode. Like, and, and just because there's a potency in one of our lanes doesn't mean that there's a deficit in someone else's lane. Like we can all win. And I think another episode I want to do is a lack mindset versus an abundance mindset. And that's kind of when you feel that way of competition of this or that, like they have this and that means I don't have that. That is living from the lack mindset of like, since they have it, that means there's not enough for you. There's an like, when you fully adopt the abundance mindset in life, like that is when you understand that there's enough success to go around for everyone. It's possible for everyone to be successful. You should be stoked that they're winning because that means it's possible for you to win too. That sort of thing. And I think that's the really the mindset shift that goes such a long way. And I think kind of, yeah, seeing someone with like a quote unquote perfect body, whatever that means to you, that doesn't mean that your body is any less beautiful. And I think more so than anything, the biggest thing for me was switching that narrative. And instead of being like being like, you know, also the saying comparison is a thief of joy. Instead of being like, whoa, I'm stoked that I have a, I, like for me, I'm driving an old 09, 2009 infinity from, because it's like my family's car that's here at this house. And for me, I'm thankful that I have a car that I didn't need to pay for. Like there's a car that I can drive right now as I'm like still trying to build up what I'm doing. But then when I see something online and I see someone with their brand new Porsche Cayenne, which is my dream car, I could easily feel shitty and be like, frick, like I still don't like I'm literally driving around a 2009 Infiniti that is crusty as hell and they just got this brand new Porsche Cayenne. Like who am I? My life sucks. Like I all this sort of stuff. And it's like, I could take that mindset again, kind of again to my previous episodes of the law of polarity, how life is just polar. There's like two sides to the same coin. I could look at it that way or the exact opposite mirror way to look at it on the other side of the coin is to see that as inspiration. And that's why I'm huge on why I personally love social media. I think social media is just a pool of freaking inspiration of being like, wow, look at what is freaking possible. And this is why I love social media so much. And like, that's why I feel called to be so a part of it. And this also reminded me of something else. I totally wanted to say in this episode, a whole other story, which I'll probably get into. Maybe I'll end with it, but I see social media so much as inspiration now. And I think it's, it's what keeps me going. And like I said, it's, it shows me what is possible. And so changing that narrative instead of being bothered and and having your ego be triggered because someone else has something nice, be happy for them, be stoked for them, root for them. Cause again, the more that you're putting positive energy into this life, the more what you're you're gonna get in return. Also a book that I'm reading called Think and Grow Rich. It was like an there's nothing that's gonna the only thing that can truly stop me from living an abundant, wealthy life is that negative energy or projecting negative energy towards other people. So like if you're just happy for it's other people, that's gonna do nothing but help you experience that same abundance that they are. So I just see, yeah, social media is like a huge pot of a ton of inspiration that that really keeps me going and pushes me to be better. Better. I see people traveling. There's like just, there's things in life that I didn't even know existed until I saw it on social media. I'm like, whoa, that's real life that exists. Like, let me see if I can look into that and see if it's possible. What does that mean? And again, things are glorified on social media, right? I'm not going to lie about that, but that's the same thing with anything else that's worth consuming. Think about a movie. That's the whole point of a movie that makes it worth watching is because it's a little bit heightened. The details are a little bit more dramatized, like it's more potent, but that's what like engulfs you in the experience and makes it worth 
watching like that is the beauty of that art form that's the art art of a movie and that's the art that comes with social media like there is a performance aspect of social media and I think that's what also bothers me a little bit when people think that it's fake of social media to do that you could say the same thing about anything you could do the same say the same thing about a play of being like that's fake like they're they're really building that up like that's not really what's happening it's like for the sake of that moment for the play and that's when I say like everything's in context like was that you know that trip as glorious as it looked in that 15 second reel probably not but it's the highlights you know what I mean like and and that's the art of social media and videography and cinematography you could see the same thing that photographers are a scam because they're capturing the one second pure moment which didn't actually capture the whole entire nature of the event that's the point of of photography and of videographies to capture that beauty and I think my next point that I have is like just simply appreciate social media for the fact that it allows us to appreciate that something was perfect in that moment in time was it maybe perfect the whole like I'm saying that whole seven day long trip to uh Fiji maybe not but can we just appreciate the beauty in that moment for what it was like for that you know what I mean? Like that was a present moment in time. Like, can't we just appreciate the beauty for what that was, even though it didn't stand for everything as a whole? It's like, that's kind of what I feel about it. And again, then I feel like the argument is, yeah, well, I get that. But the influencers who are posting make it seem like it was like that all the time. Okay, well, maybe they are. But I feel like a lot of the times they aren't. They just it just was never addressed. Right. Like, I feel like very few times people are like this was the best trip of my life for all seven days. They're probably like beautiful time in Fiji. That's your perception that you're extracting from that of being like, oh, it looked like that all seven days for all 24 hours each day. No, like that was your perception as a consumer that you made the assumption on. And that's what allowed you to have that takeaway. So I think that it's, again, where I say it goes back to the consumer and it's our responsibility to be responsible for what we're consuming. Like, and I think it's up to us to hold that space of awareness and mindfulness of saying, okay, this is a 15 second clip that is supposed to stand for the good parts of their whole entire trip. And I truly, when I scroll on social media, like that is my constant filter of like, okay, this was the best of that best that's beautiful. Let's appreciate that. And let's get inspiration and remind us of the good that's happening in our, in our world right now, of the beauty that's around us. That's what I take from it. You know, like I don't sit there, like make me feel like crap. Like they had the best seven day trip ever. And like when I went to Y for the two months, it wasn't all butterflies and rainbows. Like that's up to, that's your fault for being ignorant to it, I guess. And like making an assumption on something that you don't know the full story of. So I think that's a huge thing of keeping that awareness that it's just simply a moment in time and the awareness of like, this is just meant to appreciate the beauty of that perfect moment in time. And that's it. And like, even if it, I don't know, I I also see the beauty in things because again, I really compare social media is very much so the highlights similar to photography and videography. And I love both of those things because even if something wasn't perfect, it gives you a mental escape for something that is perfect. And I think it's, it gives me hope. I guess I can't speak for everyone, but it gives me hope and it just makes me happy and it brings me peace to see that. So I kind of see the same way that I see the beauty of photography and cinematography and like the art that comes with making something look a picture perfect moment. I see that translated to social media. And 
I kind of already touched on this, but the fact that how when you watch a movie, it's like, you know, it's not real. Like if something's scary, it's like, don't worry, at least for me, because I hate scary movies. If it's a scary movie, I'm like, oh, don't worry. Like, it's not real. That's kind of what I tell myself with social media. If I find myself for some reason getting in a really mental hole, I'm like, this is simply for the sake of creating a piece of content. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is the nature of content. Because also, you guys, I just want to say, Do you guys think you would enjoy the consumption of social media as much if you were told all of the negative parts that went along with that moment in time? I feel like because then once you see the good and the bad, it like it just neutralizes the charge of that piece of content. And I just feel like I just feel like everyone wants everyone to be more authentic and more organic on social media. But then at the same time, they're the same people who are then hating to the fact that like that that then that person isn't perfect or something like that like I don't know I guess I feel that way like we want all these people to be more relatable and then once they are you tear them down because they're they've exposed their vulnerabilities and what they're not perfect for I guess and so then it's kind of like a double-edged sword it's like well what do you guys want like what's going to make you happy and that's where I feel like it's really a a big again I'm not trying to place all the responsibility on the consumer because the influencer and the content creator has a ton of ton 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 of responsibility for the message that they're portraying don't get me wrong but I'm just saying I don't think it's only the influencer's responsibility I do think there's responsibility on the consumer and I think also because I hate when people have that victim mindset where they feel stuck it's you can't control how influencers show up on social media you just can't so that's why I'm trying to help also hopefully have this episode to to have you guys bring awareness to your guys's reaction and hope to help you be able to scroll more at peace or have be more at peace with social media as a whole and have you guys control what you can control. You guys control your controllables, you know, and the last point that I had had written down is like to stop wishing and take action to be better. Like I think, again, social media makes people like people have their dream body or their dream life or their dream income or their dream job. And it's like, we feel like, oh, like they have it. That will never be me. So you feel shitty for not having it. Like stop wishing that you wish you had these things and like take action, put in the work, have the discipline, put in the work ethic, ethic, take action to create the life that you desire. Like I, if and lift it stands for anything, like I want this podcast to prove and, and stand for the fact that like you can create the life that you desire. You can be happy. You can feel truly at peace if you take ownership of your life and you put in the action to do so. And I think that's a huge thing with social media, you know, like you, 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 there's, there's no need for us to sit here wishing and to feel shitty about ourselves. And there's every need to feel inspired and to take action, to be better and to, you know what I mean? Live these lives that, that invite us, that, that are drawn, that we are drawn to. And I guess another point that's coming to my mind as well, I think social media makes people feel like they want a life that they don't necessarily want, which is huge. I think sometimes at the result of social media, people think that a, that's what they should want. B, that's what's cool. That's what's accepted. Or that if they if they have that life, they're going to be seen as such. And that goes back to the whole concept of like external validation, right? That is comes with the ego. So it's kind of tapping into your higher self and, and knowing like, okay, that person's life is really cool. Because this happens to me. I'll see someone. I'm like, damn, their life is really cool. They're like super well off. Like they're happy, all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, maybe I'm like, okay. And that job is probably easy for them, all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, damn, like that kind of seems like a really good life. And then for a second I'll sit there and I'm like, 
what am I doing? Like, am I going down the wrong path? And then I always think to put myself in their shoes. Like, how would I actually feel if I truly had their life and was living their life day to, day every day? How would I feel? Would I feel happy? Would I feel at peace? Is this in any sort of fraction of alignment with any sort of my desires, in alignment with any sort of my desires that I had as a kid, in alignment with any sort of my interests, passions, affinities, likings that I have for things. And almost always the answer is no. And so that's when I say, okay, cool. I'm going to be happy that they found a life that they love and that they're working towards and that they work for them, that they, that, that works for them. Excuse me. That's great. But that doesn't mean I need to take it on. I don't need to feel any pressure to take that on because it doesn't align with who I am. And it's the same thing. Something that I'm pursuing right now, some people might be being like, damn, that seems like a really good gig. But if they thought to have their life be as public as mine or share as much as my internal intimate thoughts as I do, they would be like, that's my worst nightmare. And you know what I mean? So I think having that awareness and taking that extra step to think that one extra step makes people be like, okay, you're right. Like, I actually don't want that. Like, good for them, but that doesn't mean I want it too. Like, I don't need to feel shitty for not having it because I don't even want it. So I think that's a really huge thing. Like, sometimes social media feels like people should want certain things even though they they don't want it at their core. Like, even if it's not in alignment with their authentic self. And I think the same thing. Like, I truly believe that some people like have more of an affinity for finer things like people want the Prada bag and and that there's nothing wrong with that that's like what's in alignment with their true self what they feel is an accurate representation of their true self sometimes it's a lot of the times it's a masking and an ego thing but for some people it's just truly what they genuinely feel aligned with right but for me I don't, I've never had a call or an urge for designer things. Now, could I sit here and feel crappy that I, that I don't have a Prada bag for sure. But then I think to myself, is that actually what I want though? And my answer is no. And, and, and that's okay. And that's the beauty of it. That's what makes the world go round. My friend Joanna says that like, that's what makes the world go round. Like the diversity is the whole point of life. And that's what gives us, that's what makes us each have our place. And that's what seamlessly makes up the whole. Like I say, if we were all the same, think of a pie chart. We would all be way too, well, I guess that doesn't work. But like, think of if we were all the same, we'd be way too in one side of the spectrum crumpled up that there would be no even diversity to fill up the whole space in a balance. So I think that's a really big thing to remind yourself of as well. Like when you find yourself getting down, don't feel pressured because of things that you're seeing that like you should want it. You know what I mean? Like take the second to ask yourself, like practice self-awareness. You know what I mean? Like tap into yourself, talk to yourself, check in with yourself, see if it's what you really want it. Like I think the problem is so many people just blindly consume and are so easily uh overtaken by like other people's opinions or like what's accepted in society and also you know like just I don't know just other people's opinions and don't get me wrong like it makes sense as to why we want to be accepted by society like at the end of the day we're a species that is a communal species like we want a sense of belonging we want to feel accepted like that's why we have a natural care to a degree of other people's opinions but we just need to practice the awareness to not be crippled and to not lose ourselves at the expense of being so overwhelmed by other people's opinions and like I said like there are some real downsides to social media that I think is just the nature of social media and I guess I'll touch on those two as well because I don't want to seem like way too biased. I don't think this episode was biased, but like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think there's 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 negative things with literally any anything in life. Like the nature of anything has a good and bad. Like that is a polarity of life. Like I don't know how else you guys want me to explain it. Like 
and that's the beauty of it like it should be that way and like I was always in denial for so long that they're like only there's only good in this world like there's just good like you can focus on the good all this sort of stuff but like we need the bad to create the contrast to know where there is good. And that's what's beautifully, seamlessly completes the whole. And so there's even like bad things in the medical industry. There's a lot of bad things that are in the medical industry, but like there's so many good things as well that help us. And so that's the same thing with social media. I think this for social media, this is the first time in history where we are thrown so many options and varieties all at once in the same place at the tip of our fingertips. And I think that just inherently, like I'm saying, the nature of that has perks but also benefit, uh, neg- excuse me, also negatives. And I think that's what's really overwhelming towards a lot of people. And the second thing that I have also is, like I said previously, that people genuinely are fake or putting up a front and like that's them acting out of their ego. So don't get me wrong. There are things inherently less favorable about social media, but it's that same with that's the same way with anything like you could literally say that about exercise. Like there's so many benefits about exercise. But again, when you do it too much, it's could be really detrimental or when the a specific person with a specific health condition does a specific type of exercise it's def- detrimental so just everything in life is so relative and so subjective and that's why I had never like things aren't black and white things are subjective things are gray and I think reminding myself of that also gives me peace to not feel like way overwhelmed and like overtaken and possessed by a certain viewpoint that like makes people so you know like all up their panties all I haven't said that phrase in so long I don't know if you my siblings and I used to say this like oh are your panties all up in a bundle maybe that's not a good thing to say I'm just realizing that I haven't said that in so long but you know what I mean like when some people are way too invested in their specific black and white viewpoint it like makes them way too just like testy and upset you know so the one thing I want to say a little little piece of story that I want to say before we finish off this episode because this was a long one and I wasn't really expecting it but I just was flowing but before I really I guess okay through my come up of social media even though I still feel like I'm in that phase but whatever when I was like initially really trying to fully be consistent with social media I the biggest thing that debilitated me for so long was the societal's viewpoint around social media and for example like I'm talking about the societal yeah like the societal stigma around social media the fact that it's not healthy for people's mental health which made me feel like am I contributing to this problem right like no matter what I post like am I still contributing to the problem like am I part of the problem I also thought about how I just feel like the stigma of people who are influencers or content creators are inherently egotistical, narcissistic, self-absorbed, which again, I think there's merit to. I think I definitely have a degree of narcissism. Is that the word? Because I'm able to like stare at myself on the screen and to edit. I mean, but like also at the same time, or is that just me having self-love? You know what I mean? Or is that me just seeing this, this, this work as honestly work in that opinion but also I guess I don't mean like nine to five job work I mean work like when someone says like soul work like I see this as kind of an art that I'm doing and and it's a form of self-expression for me and I do feel like it's it's a it's a way for me to share my truth and a message that I feel super called to share And this social media is just simply a medium for me to do so and again I just kind of feel like I have I've developed and worked up my self-love enough to be able to hear myself and see myself and listen to myself and like still feel 
collected and okay enough and comfortable enough to put myself out there for, to be consumed by thousands of people. And, um, but I guess just overall, like that was a mini tangent, just like I was held back so much by these beliefs about social media as a society. And like, and it got to the point where it, it made me second guess who I am, my intentions, why I'm showing up on social media. It made me be like, why do I have this genuine desire in my heart to pursue social media and form a social media personal brand? Like, does this make me a bad selfish person because I, for some reason have this uncontrollable calling to be on social media? Like it, that was something I went back and forth with so much, so many times. Like it truly made me question my own character because I had this genuine desire. Like I was so confused because I started to take on society's stigmas and, and programming and preconceived ideas and limiting beliefs about social media. I started to take that on. And like it was to the point where I was so close to not. It took me years to like wholeheartedly jump in with two feet into social media because I was always going back and forth with that in my mind. But then my true self would always pull through and my heart would be like, but you love this. Like you you want to do it, though, like you have such an urge. And so I kind of got to a point where I had to remind myself of my intention, why I'm showing up on social media. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the message that I have to share? What's my intention with being here? What's my purpose? What's my mission? What are my values for being here? And I had to remind myself of that and kind of tune out that outside noise and say, I'm not going to accept everyone else's outside opinions and I'm going to do what feels good and right for me. I know my intention and that's truly all that matters. And so I guess also like I social media was something that changed my life like I love social media and I feel so called to be on this space because it's what completely changed my life like and it makes me get all like worked up about because like not only was I in such a dark place when I found social media but like it gave me so much hope and like I have yet to come across anything else in life that has made me feel such an uncontrollable yes like that's what I want to dive into more than social media ever has like and I was I was 16 17 years old when I had that urge and it still has never gone away. Like I have the chills just talking about this right now. Like, cause I, I mean it like with every ounce in me, I don't, I don't truly know what it is. And it's when I feel so thankful to be, you know, here and, and alive during this lifetime when we have social media, but that's why I feel like I'm, I came to this earth during this time period to be a part of the social media wave. I really do because like for me, like I'm saying, I know some people it's like, it's been bad for their mental health. But for me, like that was the big, the thing that, that got me out of a negative headspace. Like I was so inspired by social media after I got cheated on by my first boyfriend, which you guys know the story 15,000 times over forwards and backwards. And that I saw these women on social media who were strong and in the gym and they created their own business from just from nothing. They created something from nothing. They created something from a passion, a mission statement, a value system that they had within themselves that they were able to build an empire from. And that lit me up. I thought that was the coolest thing. And it has given me so much inspiration to this day. I'm constantly getting inspired through social media every single time I'm on my phone every single time I'm on it. And it's just like, for me, it's like, I guess since I had such a positive first impression with it and it just motivated me and fueled me so much, it's like, I just hope to continue that wave because I truly think social media is just however you use it and how you consume it. It could be used as something amazing and it could be used for something terrible as with anything in life, like I'm saying. And I just feel really passionate about using social media for good and for healing and for positivity because that's how 
it was, you know, that's how I used it and that's what it did for me. And I, I think it's a super powerful thing to be able to connect with people from all over the world and be able to get insight to other people's lives that you would have never been able to tap into otherwise. And I think for me, you guys, like I say, I have had a hard childhood, but I feel so blessed to have been raised and surrounded by the self-discipline, improvement, and strive to be your best as I have. And I, and I know there's so many people in life that haven't had that privileged, that privilege. And, you know, I think that's what social media can be so amazing for. I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but like thinking about how there's someone who's, I've had the chills like this whole, whatever, like thinking about how there's someone from like a really unsafe neighborhood in Chicago who their parents are, you know, barely making it, doing the bare minimum every day. They're surrounded by people who have no care to be better. They're surrounded by people who are just trying to escape through drugs, alcohol, sex, and like, but what a lot of people luckily do have like in our day-to-day is a smartphone and the fact that they are able to access social media and hopefully can see things that inspire them that, you know, show them that there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Like you can create a prosperous life. Like that is so unbelievable to me and I think that is the beauty and the healing and the angelic nature that comes with social media and like for some reason I'm thinking about my dad who really came from nothing and his dad was a gambler and all this sort of stuff like there was a ton of love in his house don't get me wrong but there wasn't my dad really broke out of the mold with his family for kind of being one of the first people to truly like accumulate real success and you know for him my dad is a physician. I guess we'll just go there. And he, you know, back at that, in that day and age, again, don't get me wrong. This was a whole different time period without technology really as a whole, not nearly as progressive as it is now. There was no social media, but just for him, like his options seem so much more limited of being like, I could be a doctor to be successful. I could be a lawyer or a dentist or a pilot. Like literally that's what he thought growing up. Cause he was like, I need to escape out of this lifestyle. I want a better life for myself, my wife, my family. And I need to find a way to that's going to be able to support that. And those were the four options that he has. And now thinking about how many more options social media has given us and how much inspiration social media has given us. Like I'm, I'm personally forever grateful and I will forever choose every day to see it in that light because it truly is a, is a choice. Everything in life is a choice to see how you choose to see it as. And I just, I really feel passionate about that. So that was an unexpected turn, you guys. I wasn't expecting to go this far off. I guess this shows how passionate I am about social media, but geez, I I didn't know I was this passionate about social media, but it really is a moving thing. Like it it really does move me and the power, yeah, just the power it holds is it's kind of almost mind boggling. Like if you actually, if you truly think about it. So for the affirmation for this epi, I have, I make the choice daily to consume content that inspires me and motivates me to achieve my dream life. I make the choice daily to consume content that inspires me and motivates me to achieve my dream life. Again, have this also be your sign to filter out the people that you follow if need be. If someone's not serving you or adding value to your life, 
remove them. And that goes way beyond social media, you guys. That is just an overall principle of life. I'm following people that makes me feel good, right? I follow a lot of people that help with my mental growth, my mental expansion. I I follow people who I just admire their work ethic. I admire the work they've put in to create their own dream life. I admire people. I follow people who I admire their, their journey in life. Just everything. I just, I choose to follow people that really benefit me or I, I truly take from in, in one way or another that they, they provide me value. And I think there's so many different types of creators on social media, pretty much every single niche, any single thing you want to be surrounded by, anything you want to learn about, there is a niche in a pool of creators that are in that space. So make the effort to find them, surround yourself with them, follow them, that sort of thing. And I, I, I really hope it will help to elevate and kind of purify. That's a beautiful word right now. Help to purify your social media experience. So thank you guys so, so much for watching and listening. I hope that this really hit for you guys and I hope it kind of helped you see things with a little different perspective and through a different lens. You guys know I love you so much. I appreciate you guys beyond words. If you guys enjoyed this, don't forget to leave a rating and review and subscribe if you haven't already. Share it on your story if you would like as well. I'm sending you guys so much love and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.